Mike. Mike Demerges, along with Gotham baseball editor Mark Healy and the Yankees, Mark, are down two to nothing. That's right, two to nothing to no surprise in the ALCS. They go back to the Bronx for game three. Garrett Cole on the mound for the Bombers. Uh, must win situation, but the first two games in Houston are more the same. I've, I've seen this show. I know how it ends, and it isn't pretty, and Yankee fans are getting fed up. Well, look, it's a little surprising uh, because uh, neither you or I thought that they would easily get out of their first round matchup in the division series with the Guardians. So, you know, we were predicting gloom and doom. They figured out a way to get past it. Uh, but, you know, looking at looking at the, the first two games, you know, and this is low hanging fruit, but they just this team does not make contact. And their, their whole approach, it seems, is, you know, it's, it's the Astros are dictating, you know, they're dictating what they want to do. And the Yankees are just falling into the trap. And it's, it's, it's frustrating to watch when you see a team that won this many games and has been, you know, just so good all year, basically flail away at whoever the Astros throw at them. It's and to watch the strikeouts and 17 strikeouts in game one to the Astros two, absolutely ridiculous. Um, Josh Donaldson is an abyss at the plate. I mean, this guy not having DJ LeMayu uh, available because he'd be replacing him right now. John Donaldson's a complete catastrophe, realizing that IKF can't play shortstop. That's why they're going for the rookies at shortstop. And Hicks being having a miserable year, then getting hurt, then attendee out. There, there are so many holes in this lineup right now that if Aaron Judge struggles like he's been doing and Torres is hit or miss, he hasn't been the same since he hit those 30 home runs when the, when the ball was juiced. And Stanton is, is hit or miss as well. This team's really in a lot of trouble right now. If it wasn't for Harrison Bader, I don't know where they would be. Think about that. Bader starting in center field, and you had the two rookies and left and short. That's what this team has come to. Yeah, and, you know, as bad as the offense has been, you know, the pitching uh, certainly is nothing to write home about either. You know, I know the Astros are a good team. Uh, they certainly have proved it year in and year out. And last night – and, you know, look, I got to talk about this because, you know, I – you know, Michael K gets mad at me because I criticize him sometimes because I, I think the show should be better on ESPN. But, you know, he's 100 percent right. You know, and he asked some tough questions of of Aaron Boone of late and Aaron Boone doesn't seem to like it. And here's a guy that, you know, has basically, in my mind, gotten very good treatment from the media in New York. And, you know, while the fans might be screaming about Aaron Boone, you know, the media has been very kind. And I think that that you know, it's the Terry Collins factor. You know, if they like you, it doesn't matter how many head scratching decisions you make during the course of a game or during the course of a season. And, you know, just for instance, Matt Carpenter, like, why is he playing? Uh, he, he looks terrible up there. He, why? he looks like he's playing wiffle ball with his swings uh, right now. We, we, we caught lightning in a bottle with him and that's it. That's all we're getting. We're not, we're not going to get anything more. This guy was pretty much out of baseball for a few years. I mean, this right. guy's the, the fact that this roster is so weak, so depleted falls in the lap of Brian Cashman. Again, you have Harrison Bader in center field. If they haven't had him, I don't know where they'd be. And you're starting the two rookies. I mean, you didn't see this all year that IKF was a weak link at shortstop. You didn't see this all year that Josh Donaldson was an abyss at home plate. 
He couldn't get it done. He, he's he's way past his prime. He's not getting it done. And the Yankees aren't getting it done in, in Houston when they, where they can't win. The Astros dominate them uh, at the at in at Minute Maid Park, as it's called the Astrodome. And even with the roof open, you thought, oh, maybe this would make a difference. This might be the Yankees' advantage. It hurt the Yankees last night because the wind blew Aaron Judge's shot to right field back into the park. Yeah, I, I think that's an awful way, you know, awful optic after the game where Severino and Aaron Boone both seem to They're know, desperate. bring, up, bring They're desperate. the roof. I mean, look, you know, as if I was a Yankee fan, okay, I would be livid that, you know, they're not dealing with the problem. And the problem is, is that their approach is terrible. Their approach at the plate is terrible. And look, we're not saying that you need to change. Aaron Judge needs to change his swing or Stanton needs to change their swing. But you got to adapt when the count is not in your favor. You have to protect the plate. And I know it sounds like a little league dad, you know, or a little league coach telling his players, you know, when you got two strikes, you've got to attack the zone. And they're not doing that. You know, their their change, their swing, their swing hasn't changed, their approach hasn't changed. And I get it. Home runs, you know, three run homers and the whole, you know, uh, Earl Weaver approach is, you know, kind of the sabermetrics uh, dream. But when you're down and out and you aren't getting any kind of offense, you've got to make an adjustment. These are major league hitters. You know, Aaron Judge did not hit this way his entire career. Stanton has hit 300, right, or at least 290 at one point in their careers. Everybody says batting average doesn't matter. Well, it matters in short series. It matters. matters. You have to play some kind of situational baseball. How many times have we heard the Billy B line? Uh, the Billy Bean line, you know, my, my crap doesn't work in the playoffs. That's the PG version. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it rings true. And if it does ring true, and we understand that to ring true. Then why then are we why, doing this? Why, I, why are I, I we doing this? It. This I is the Yankees. I don't well, get it. And not only has it been unwatchable the last couple of years, and if it's not working, and don't give me the BS line that it's a crapshoot in the postseason. If it's a crapshoot in the postseason, why why are the Astros always in the World Series if it's a crapshoot in the postseason? It's not a crapshoot. The players you're picking, they pucker in key situations. They don't have the mentality. They're not getting it done. In the postseason, it's about toughness and mental and mentality and getting the, the timely hits. I mean, gee, how many times is Alex Bregman going to hit a home run against the Yankees? How many big hits? And whether it's Correa in there or George Springer, it, the Astros, you know, I, I, I've, I've bitched about them as, as much as anybody for cheating anything. You know what? No matter who comes through that system, they get it done. They're what the Yankees used to be in the 90s. It didn't matter who it was. And there's bringing in parts from all over the place that don't work. I mean, Josh Donaldson, a full year of Josh Donaldson, you couldn't pick somebody else up knowing LeMayhew's health was, was in question the last two years. There wasn't anybody else to, to bring in there, and you're relying on the rookies now, putting them in the, the, this situation, and relying on Harrison Bader as your, your number one hitter. He's leading the team in hitting. And the only one who's making adjustments is, is Rizzo, and that's it. And, and quite honestly, his bat, they talk about the power in his numbers. The guy only had 75 RBIs all season. 75 RBIs in this day and age? Come on. Well, he's not 100%. You know, he's got a bad back. When the guys have that, guys have a bad back and, you know, he, look, I, I'll give Rizzo credit. He guts it out. You know, he definitely, and it's, a, ter- it's a terrific first baseman. I he mean, really they haven't is. had a first baseman like him since Maddenly. So 
Right. Uh, uh, even Tino. I mean, I think Tino was, was really good for those, those dynastic teams. Uh, he seemed to be a guy that, you know, would hit big home runs in big spots. But just to go back to Donaldson, this is a guy that is getting an exorbitant amount of money. And he cannot compete in that batter's box. He can't compete. And like you said, they don't have anyone else. I mean, think about, think about, you know, all those teams that Joe Torrey had that one. I was just going to, I was just going to bring that up. You had a completely different approach. That team, I I believe if I, if I have to, I don't think they had a, a, on the 96 team, I don't they didn't think have a they guy had that a, had a whole 30 home runs. They did they not didn't. have a guy. No. And, and Joe Torrey, talk about the moves Boone made. Joe Torrey did it on gut and instinct. In game three against the Atlanta Braves, Joe Torrey got in David Cohn's face and said, can, you know, can you get this out? And that was a turning point in the series right there. Well, you I got to bring that up, Mike. Why you have to bring that up? That was a very upsetting moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, benching, benching Tina Martinez playing Cecil Fielder at, at uh, first base, you know, benching Wade Boggs playing Charlie Hayes, you know, finding these different things at work. Boone does not have, Boone's a great guy. He's a good person, but he just, you know, he knows baseball, but he doesn't know how to have the magic touch when it comes to players. And in, in this day and age, you know, it's being, it's being taken away from because of the, because of the damn numbers game. Joe Fieldy was, was, was a, was a, I guess a man's man's kind of manager. He had, he had the touch. He had the pulse of the club, at least in the nineties. When the 2000, mid 2000s came around, he, he had lost that touch by them because bringing in all the outside uh, high end free agents. But he had that magic touch with players to get guys like Mariano Duncan. Where are the Mariano Duncans of the world? Where are the Charlie Hayes of the world for this Yankees team in the last five years? Nowhere. And that's why the Astros, once again, will go to the World Series. Look, it's hard to make a case for the Yankees, uh, but I will say this having Garrett Cole pitch game three, uh, if he has a really good game and if the Yankees figure out a way to take advantage of Yankee stadium and have, and have a good game in game three, look, I have seen Yankee teams before lose the first two games of the series and come back to win that best of best of seven series. I've seen that before. Uh, and I I've seen other teams do it. If Garrett Cole can have a really, really good game, give them seven, eight strong innings in game three. And let's be honest. He's got, if he's rolling and he's got a hundred, you know, 105 pitches in the seventh inning, you cannot take him out. I don't care what the, what the notebook says. I don't care what the binder says. I don't care what the analytics say. Uh, He's your ace and their bullpen is not, look, they've pitched okay uh, or certainly pitched okay last night, but there's no Mariano's not walking through that door. You know, Jeff Nelson's not walking through that door. I mean, they've, they've had some success, you know, kind of culling together a bullpen, but you got to leave him in. You got to let him finish what he started. I'm not saying he has to pitch a complete game, but if if you're going to take him out in a tight game where it's like two to one, look, if they're up five, nothing, and you want to bring in the relief after, after seven innings, fine, but you can't take him out. You know, there is no tomorrow, as Apollo Creed would say. And, you know, the, the, look, uh, I would never say that the Yankees have to cowboy up, but they certainly have to Rocky up. That's for sure. Uh, they, they've got to do something. And then they better get uh, some runs early in the game and get the crowd in the game because the Astros score first 
uh, and take the crowd out, out of the game, um, it's going to it's going to be a long winter in New York. And you know, the question comes: if the Yankees get swept, is is Aaron Boone's job safe right now? Do you think he comes back for 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 next year? Is, is his job safe? Uh, Cashman is, you know, Cashman's contract is up is at the end of the year. If they bring back Cashman, they're not firing Aaron Boone. The only way Aaron Boone gets fired, in my opinion, is if they bring in a new president of baseball operations or a new general manager and they leave it up to the general manager. You know, a lot of times we've seen new guys come in and, and they keep the manager that's in place. You know, the Yankees don't have a lot of turnover. And that's a good thing in some ways, but it's also a bad thing in some ways because you know going from joe girardi to aaron boone you know people say well look look at how many games boone has won but it's not like you would have lost those games if you had joe girardi you just wouldn't have had a a clubhouse that you know is holding hands and singing kumbaya it'd be a little bit more tense because joe girardi didn't put up with nonsense but at the end of the day um I don't think I can place any of the blame really on Boone because, you know, the guy's given a script and yes, it, it gives, it, it's kind of a cop-out to say that, but Cashman's not firing Boone. He's just not going to do it because if he did, it would be as Michael K said earlier this week, uh, it would be the, the height of hypocrisy. I mean, I'm not going to go and light any candles for Aaron Boone. He's going to be fine regardless of what happens. I mean, he's a good dude. Like you said, He'll get a job somewhere, uh, maybe not as a manager, but certainly uh, as a broadcaster because he's very good in, in the booth. But, you know, I mean, this is the Yankees. And Hal Steinbrenner just seems to be in this, in this corporate, you know, kind of, of place where, you know, he just seems to be as obtuse as Fred Wilpon ever was when it comes to what the fans want. Now, he's, he's, you know, Wilhelm, he's Wilhelm from Seinfeld, basically. You know, he's he's he, he's you're, you're telling you're telling me that the Yankees shouldn't be spending the same amount as as the Dodgers and as the Mets are going to spend. You, you, you got to be kidding me. And and Brian Cashman, look, he, a quarter of a century at the helm. Enough's enough. And as you said, look, as you said, from the movie Rocky. Yeah, you got I mean, it just it. it here's the thing, Mike, if I'm a Yankee fan, OK. Uh, and I'd be a great Yankee fan because I know Yankee, Yankee history, you know, backwards and forwards. Uh, and for me, as if I was a Yankee fan, as I said, you know, I, I, it's World Series or bust. Yeah. That's it. That's the brand. Now, you, you may want to say, well, you know, we're in, a, we're in a new world and we have different expectations. No. One, no, one World Series in the last 21 years. One in the last 21 years. And they're not going against 30 teams, Mark. They're going against maybe three teams in the American League and a couple of teams in the National League. So you, you're talking every year. I'll give you this. There's six teams that are really competing for the World Series every year. There's not 30 teams. There's six teams competing right. for the World Series every exactly. year. So the fact that they don't win a, two World Series every 10 years, I don't think that's asking too much. I'm sorry when you have that payroll. Well, you know, and, and of course, the the, uh, the 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 naysayers will, you know, people who don't agree with that will say, well, you know, they're in the mix every year and they're in the mix every year. That's fine for another organization, you know, especially an organization that may or may not win that much. It's the Yankees. 
Okay. I'm sorry. When people say, well, you know, Yankee fans are entitled or, you know, New York fans are entitled or it's a terrible place to play and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Look, this is the Yankees. The, the standard of expectation is, is there. It's not a new thing. It's not something that, you know, uh, meaningful games or any other, other claptrap. It's the Yankees. And if I'm a Yankee fan, how can you run it back? If they get swept or if they, I mean, regardless, if this, this series is not going seven games unless the Yankees find some way to sweep three games in Yankee Stadium. And I'm, I'm one of those guys, I'll say, I never say never. It's possible. But if they let just even let's just say that they win those three games, right? And then they 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 go back to Houston and Houston takes game six and game seven. You still don't run it back. You don't. And there's something I, wrong. Like, there's something wrong in this in the syrup here. You know, they're, I, I, they're, they're not doing it right. That's the it, bottom it, line. I, I when I think about Yankee teams. Of, of, of the Yankee teams that I've seen in my life. You know, I started really watching and rooting for baseball in 1975. I saw Billy Martin win a pennant in 76 and the Yankees got swept. The Yankees at that point had not won since 19, I believe. 64. Six, 64. No, they 64. lost in 64. They lost in 64. They hadn't been to the World Series since six feet. 64. Right. But they hadn't won a World Series, I believe, since 1962. Because they lost in 63 to the Dodgers and they lost yep. in 64 to the Cardinals. But they hadn't won a World Series since 1962. I don't know many Yankee fans that were, were, were satisfied with winning a pennant. And that's after that gap of, I mean, all the Yankee fans in my family were disgusted after they got swept, no matter how good, you know, that Reds team was, the big red machine. And the, uh, red, and the Reds dismantled them. They, they, they put a lot on exactly. them. Exactly. And what did they do? They and didn't rest on the laurels. They they went on and went got Reggie, and they they, they just brought in Bucky. Yeah, players. they brought in Bucky Dent. They got Reggie, uh, they and, just, and, and they didn't stop. And the following year in '78, they got Goose, and then after they right. got Goose, they got Tommy John. And after they got Tommy John, they 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 got Dave Winfield year after year after year. And and like you said, the Reds dismantled them, and but the Yankees figured out a way that we needed Reggie. Uh, despite Billy Martin wanting to go with Joe Rudy at the time, which would have been a total disaster because Rudy's career uh, ended prematurely. Um, so, you know, you know who, who do they go? Who do they go get? The, the, you know, players are not running to the Yankees like they did in the 70s, it seems, though. No, definitely not. But here's the thing. Uh, and the Mets are dealing with it now, too. You know, when you don't have a good farm system and you're not developing, you, you're not developing young players for depth, you know, Obviously, it's hard to produce stars. You know, every team has trouble doing that. Every team, no matter how, where they draft, even the, the bad teams. I mean, look at Pittsburgh. You know, when's the last time they, they had two or three stars that they developed through their system? But when you're a team like the Mets, the Yankees, the Dodgers, uh, the Houston Astros, you come up with a program and you, you create a roster where you don't always have to sign a huge free agent every year. You come up with a program and a process that allows you to kind of work guys in from the system. I mean, the Yankees have done a decent job of it as far as their, their, their bullpen and things like that. But, you know, it, it's hard to defend a team 
that if they if they lose this series, they come back and they and they run it back with Cashman and they give Cashman a four year contract and they keep Boone in place and you know uh, they don't they don't resign Aaron Judge and you know it's just to me uh, it, I'm not going to defend the Yankees because the Yankees the Yankee fan knows what the expectation is. It's time that the organization starts to embrace that again. And that's the biggest problem I see with these, this Yankees team, because Hal Steinbrenner seems, you know, he has he the rhetoric that he's not satisfied. He has the rhetoric and he, and he has the words uh, that there's no, there's no emotion in, in his conversation. But there's, there's no, no action. There's, What's there's no the passion. Action? What's there's, the action? Yeah. You know, like if, even if you resign Aaron judge, right. Even if you saw, resign Aaron judge and he comes back to the Yankees, you still have to build around the guy. You still have to get a, a real number three hitter. You still have to get a, a, a bat behind, uh, you know, uh, you, a bat behind Judge because Stanton is never healthy. Yeah, and, and Rizzo, you know, they, you know they, like you mentioned, they got the the health issue with Rizzo as much as he's great at first base. And listen, I can't take another season of of, of Torres. I mean, he, I think he's done in New York. The fans don't love him. He doesn't want to be here. I've seen enough of him. He's not the player we thought he was. He's not a hard charger. You know, when I think of a second baseman, you know, I either think of somebody like Roberto Alomar, who was just smooth and was just really, really good at hitting the ball and stealing bases and playing an aggressive brand of baseball. He's one of the best second basemen right. of the, the 90s by far. Right. You except know, Joe, Joe Morgan, Joe Morgan, the best of the 70s, Alomar, best of the 90s. Except when he came to the Mets. Well, but that's another story. Well, well, he, turned another George, he turned into George Foster. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, when I think of a second baseman, I think of a guy who's a spark plug. I think of a guy who... You know, um, you know, and I'm certainly we're seeing all different kinds of second baseman, but you know, who's who's the hard charger on this team? I mean, some people would say it's Josh Donaldson, but you know, the guy, his teammates can't even take him. You know, yeah. uh, and I don't even think the Jackie thing. I mean, you know, we got a little blown out of proportion with uh, Tim Anderson, but uh, you know, it, it just didn't work. You know, and and they're they're stuck they're stuck for, with him for next year. You can't DFA the whole team. You know, you can't eat all that money, even if you're the Yankees. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating to watch because you know this team should be better. You know this team, uh, in my mind, with the talent that they have, they should be better than the Astros. I'm oh, sorry. People, yeah, people said, well, you know, we get better than 99 games. Well, yeah, they needed to be better than, than winning 99 games. They, they were better than that. And because they – they didn't win more. That, that's why they're in the situation where they don't have home field um, throughout, throughout right. the ALCS. And it's, right. we knew it was going to come back to bite them. We, we knew this was what it was going to be. We knew it was going to be tough. And um, the, the Yankees don't have the guns to get it done. Well, we'll get ready for game three. Garrett Cole on the mound for the Bombers. Uh, we'll have the uh, probably the postmortem wrap because I, I don't think the Yankees make it past the weekend. Uh, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch things up after the series gets done in the Bronx here. And then, uh, We'll, uh, we'll wrap up the season for the New York Yankees. Not to be a pessimist, but I am. Well, look, I, I always root for content over everything else. So if, if anything else, even if it makes, even if the Yankees make this podcast, you know, uh, a moot point because they come back and they win like four games, you know, in the next. In That's the next, great. That's wonderful. You know, I, I want right, to see I, that. I root for content. So, uh, and I think that from a personal standpoint, you know, 
you know, whenever there's a New York team in the mix, even if it's a team that I'm not necessarily a fan of, I always w- want to see uh, the New York team go as long as they can for as long as they can. Uh, and uh, certainly uh, hope the Yankees can figure it out and make this a series because right now it's, it's, it's like fighting and, you know, it's like, it's like fighting from a chair. I, I have this sick feeling in my stomach over this series. It's just, and I, and I can't get rid of it. it it's, it's amazing. It's just bizarre with this, this team, the Astros do to the end. You, you can't stand them. You know, they cheated, but also, you know, you know, the better. Well, that wraps things up, Mark. We'll, uh, we'll catch up after the, uh, the home series in the, in the Bronx and we'll see, uh, if the Yankees live another day, he's Mark Healy from Gotham, uh, Gotham baseball. And I'm Mike Demergis. Thank you.